Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media and the World of Ink Network. This podcast was founded in 2011 by Marsha Casper Cook and Virginia Grenier. Their focus has always been on helping writers reach their dreams by having informative and entertaining shows. You will also hear the latest information on what's new and exciting in the publishing and marketing industry. And the shows will also cover discussions on screenwriting, audiobooks and movies. New to the shows will be the latest style and trends in fashion, as well as nutrition and how Pinterest can add just the right spark of attention you may need for your projects. So, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. You can find out more information about our shows and being a guest at www.michiganavenuemedia.com. Hi, everybody. It's Marisha Cook at A Good Story is a Good Story on Michigan Avenue Media. Got a great guest today, Dick Belsky, and he's going to talk about his new book, Beyond the Headlines, Claire Carlson Mystery. And um, he's been all over the place. He's a very busy guy. So I'm glad he came on today. <laughs> okay, I'll just talk about two things I don't forget. Next week is another Hollywood show. Donald Lloyd is on, Jennifer Connor, um, Jeff Fleischer, and Renee Trick. And I think it's good. Uh, no, it's Andrea Renee. And the good thing is there's a couple of people on here that really aren't authors. There's one that isn't an author. So it's good. I'm trying to get people that just to want to come in and talk about books, uh, not books, movies, and not books exactly, but movies and um, TV series and things like that. Dick was on one before, and those are kind of fun shows. We don't talk about anything other, you know, we don't promote as much, but uh, they're fun shows. And But today... I've seen Dick everywhere, and I think he's got some good news. He's like a Netflix star now, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I, that's why I was almost a little late getting here. You know, my oh, my, my TV career is exploding. It's almost like it's your movie because it's so weird. All right, just say hello to everybody uh, and tell everybody just a little bit about I, this book, you know, and this, then this because is, uh, it's so Dick, funny Dick and, because you uh, are and, like uh, a big. <laughs> I write as uh, R. G. Belsky, and the book is called Beyond the Headlines. But yeah, well, let's just let's talk about the Netflix thing first because it's oh kind my of on my mind you know, too. You know what? You're on it a lot, so it's like it's your movie. It's well, like, the first episode. Like there's you made four this episodes, movie. and I'm 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 in it for the first episode, and then later it yeah. gets. So what it is is um, uh, it's really actually excellent. I mean, I you it's know really I had good. no idea. I watched the first. I, I watched the first one. Yeah, I just watched the first one. And, and I don't. What? Well, yeah. Well, it, it gets. You know, the first one. Uh, so especially four episodes about the uh, summer of Sam in New York, which of course is the mo- most notorious serial killer yes. probably ever, in my view, anyway. Because not just in terms of numbers, but because of the way he taunted the police and terrified the city. Yeah. And, um, and, I, and I was a very young journalist. I happened to be uh, city editor of the New York Post then, but I was you know it was a long time ago when I was really young, and uh, and so I lived through all that. So um, they're doing this four-part series, which is basically basically operating on the premise that uh, there, were, there was more than one son of Sam, there was a cult, a conspiracy, and that there are right. other son of yeah. Sam's out there running. And they called me up and asked if I wanted to be on it. And my response was that I don't really know. I mean, I don't know anything about that. I mean, I'm, I'm the first guy to jump on a conspiracy theory, but I have no knowledge of that because we just assumed right. son of Sam was son of Sam. And they were like, well, we just, we just, we just want to talk to you about what it was like that summer. So that's the first episode. It pretty much, you know, like lays out yeah. everything that was going on that summer. And, uh, but you're in it a lot. You know, and I just, just talk a, a little. You're in it a lot. 
You're in it a lot. I think I'm at about, yeah, like at about, you know, well, you know how, you know how TV is. I mean, they, they keep cut in. Like they cut in. Right, they cut I in. probably shot eight hours of uh, video with them, and then right. they, you know, they, they, they edit it down. But um, also, of course, this was all shot, um, gosh, I guess it would have been like late summer, early fall of uh, 2019, you know, long before COVID, and then, because they were yeah. just starting out, and then COVID came and put a halt to everything, and then, uh, yeah. and so this just came out. So when it came out, I had no idea whatsoever, you know, like, I couldn't remember what I said, but um, I look at it, I'm on, and I go, well, okay, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I don't look too stupid or whatever. <laughs> no, I mean, please, it's like, TV is great. amazing, because <laughs> I have been getting calls from people, I mean, literally oh, yeah. people I haven't talked to in 25 or 30 years. Well, I think you're on it a lot. Out. I think you're on it a lot, and you have a lot of, I, I think you do, and you have a lot of dialogue on it. You do. I mean, you know, because yeah. you're not just in, and this is, I was laughing because on one of the things, one of the show, I think, I don't know if it was the mystery to, when you were on uh, at the bookstore the other night, or I don't know if it was Fran's show, right, somebody right. Show, you, were talk, you were talking about the fact that somebody said to you that you didn't know about a newsroom. I hope that person is watching We were talking about how everybody has a different opinion on a book. And uh, the the most, yeah, I got, somebody once told me in one <laughs> review somewhere about one of my books, they were like, well, he has no idea how a newsroom really works. I'm like, you know, you could say anything, because I spent like 40 years working in newsrooms. But uh, anyway, I hope so person is watching experience. Netflix. I hope they watch the Netflix. Uh, listen, what can you say? But uh, it's, uh, you got to have a thick skin. But it's, it really was an interesting uh, experience. I mean, and literally, um, I, I went into a, uh, like I went into, to a coffee shop. I mean, not just friends. I went into, uh, uh, you know, I mean, I, I don't really go into places so much now because of COVID still, but I went in to get a coffee takeout and uh, the the young woman behind the counter looked at me and she said, oh my God, I saw you on Netflix, you know, and I was like, wow, you know, and, uh, you know, so you get, so it's, it's like, look, you know, it, it, it's, it's like a few Fleeting moments of fame, you know, so it's fun to be well, a, but like, you know a, what it is? It, it is funny, but you know, when you're watching that, you know, when you see the, the cops that are talking, you know, and then mm. you, you know, because it was so long ago, but then you see a lot of the TV series and everything. They, the people that were the cops, and now you see that a lot of the cops you see on shows are really, they look like these people. Do you know what I mean? You know, yeah, cops, yeah, no, they, you know what I well, some of them actually became actors because you know, like, like you know, like a lot of times in TV shows and stuff, guys went from being cops to being, you know, actors. Like, Joe, like in, Joseph you know, Wamba, like in the movie Joseph Wamba and all those people. Right, but I mean, like even yeah. in the movie Goodfellas, like the guy who who rents <laughs> the uh, the witness protection for Henry Hill, yep. he was the real real federal agent who the did real, that in real yeah. life and then they they use him you know in the thing but the yeah. other thing that you you see in that in the son of sam too is just how different everything is i mean first off new oh york God. is completely so disgusting then but um but the other thing is that um i mean i was amazed because i'd forgotten some of this i mean they like they like they like walk david berkowitz who's the most hated man in the world at that point like a crowd of people, and now you would never see that. You know, they would be like brought in in an armored truck and all oh, that stuff. Yeah. You know, right, right. They were um, just walking, right. And all those women. There was one scene where the women go like, "Let us have him. <laughs> we'll take care of him." I'm thinking, yeah, all right. yeah, a, yeah. Well, and, and it's it's very interesting how many women. Because it must have been um, scary. Well, it's very interesting, especially for women, you know, and, and of course yes. the whole point was he, he targeted supposedly women with long dark hair, although men were hit right. too, but mainly because they were with a woman. But with, um, with somebody, he, um, yeah. he, 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 um, 
you know, several women I know, um, including my own agent and, and uh, another person in the publishing business I was talking to recently and a few people like that, they were kind of, you know, like, like – you know, they were young. They were young girls at the time this right. was happening. They were like yeah. in whatever their teens or whatever, and they talked about you know how terrifying it was and about how people you know people would dye their hair. You know, their stories in there that people would get their somebody hair did cut say short that. somebody said she dyed her hair. They dyed their hair. I on the yeah. one of the or girls cut said she wanted to dye her hair because she didn't want to have yeah. dark hair because he wanted dark hair. Yeah. But the the other thing about that, and I so the last uh, I'll throw a little another plug in here. So the last book I wrote was called the last. Uh, this one's called Beyond the Headlines. The book I wrote last year in hardcover and ebook was the last scoop. And the last scoop is basically about a serial killer. And I drew, you know, and I've I've talked about this. I drew a lot on yeah. my Son of Sam experiences to create that that kind of a serial. It's a different kind of a serial killer. And right. and, um, and, uh, and and I'm raising it now because actually today is the publication date for the paperback. So the paperback version of The Last Scoop is being released today. So oh, okay. so like along with the hardcover of Beyond the Headlines, which came out last week, uh, The Last Scoop is out in paperback. So like if somebody reads one, they can get another one too. You know, at a, well, at that's, a, that's at a, a good thing. Right. And then they're yeah, all on, they're thing, on Kindle. Yeah. They're but, on Kindle. But what so, I was going know, yeah, and, and they're also, oh yeah, and they're also, uh, at a, for the entire month on, on Amazon Kindle, all my all four of the Clear Housing books are on a uh, special deal for a dollar ninety nine. You know the, the Amazon pick or whatever. Yeah, so right, right. You can yeah. you can get them on Kindle if you you know. Some people, like our friend Fran, refused, as you know, refused yes. to read Kindle. But uh, <laughs> uh, for those who do, uh, but anyway, what I was going to say about Son of Sam, the thing about that, and I sort of talked about it a little bit in the last scoop with my killer too. The, the interesting thing I thought about Son of Sam, not interesting, but the, the sort of unusual thing, uh, beside all the taunting of the press and the police and all that, was that, um, you know, the complete lack of motive. Now, most serial killers, there's some kind of a sexual element to it, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know that, that, that they're doing it for some sort of a sexual thrill or rape or something. Um, but, you know, the whole thing with... with David Berkowitz, you know, or if there were more, is there was no interaction of any kind. You know, he literally yeah, he just, just shot walked him, up right. to a window yeah. and shot them. And, yeah. I mean, maybe there was some sexual thing out of that for him, but uh, you, you're just left with the motive of it because, you know, it, even in the craziest ones, there's some motive, you know, like like somebody wants to is mad at the world about something. Well, I, you know, I think this, right this in, the, in those days there was no, you know, there wasn't, you know, it wasn't all computer driven and, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't uh, social media and it wasn't yeah, any yeah. of that. So it's very, very different to watch it in, you know, that's why it's actually good that it's on because people actually, it's hard to, you know, to decide on who the killer is and actually in a big city like New York and New Jersey, you know, in any of those places to actually hone in and get the guy. Yeah, well, in this case, as you know, I mean, he actually says, I mean, it's in the one of the things, and when they when they when they finally tr- track him down because of a parking ticket, he's son of Sam. Yeah, and yeah. he says he says he says you got me. I'm son of Sam. He just you know yeah. he immediately says it. Although now he claims you know that he's told a million others. It's amazing. He's still still alive in uh, in uh, in jail. But that's the other thing that um, that people who didn't live through that area forget. You told me you were talking about the internet and stuff, and I mean, really, the internet. I mean, I mean, certainly, I mean, the internet started like really in the '90s, but even then, yeah. it wasn't like it was today. Not, not nothing and like um, that. and you know, the point is, people 
relied on newspapers as well as TV, but mostly newspapers, like certainly in New yeah. York. And yeah. so like in New York, the Daily News Chicago was selling too. Like two Chicago million too. Yeah. yeah, you had the Tribune and the Sun-Times yeah. and yeah. You had the, yeah. the, the news, I guess, yeah. And uh, we, we, we would, I mean, the Post we were selling like in the 80s, late 70s, we were selling a million copies a day. The Daily News was selling like two million. And uh, so you could really drive the the public's uh, perception of stuff through the newspapers. And that, that of course, is what happened. And that's what they were you saying. Know, they Jimmy brought that Breslin out. Right, and, right, how yeah, you with that. Jimmy Breslin. And, you know, and, and Jimmy yeah. Breslin writes a front-page piece saying, Son of Sam, give up. Um, if a newspaper yeah. did that now, it probably wouldn't have that much impact. But but in those days, no. it was, like, mind-boggling. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, in the, you know, and, and that's really where a lot of the crime stories, you know, that you see, you know, of all the series that you have, you know, and that's, they're very much like things like that, you know. Now it's different, but now we have so many, like in Chicago, we have so many drive-by shootings. I mean, it's dangerous. I mean, it is dangerous because it's, a, you know, they, it, it's similar, but not similar, not the same, but people just drive by and kill people, and they shoot them. That's it. For no reason. Yeah, and so when you're and when you're writing murder fiction, um, in generally that is that isn't a very interesting topic to you because you no. you want a a story that can be now right. you can you can I've actually I did a book a few years ago about like a drive by shooting like that, uh, which seemed to have no significance. But then when you dig into it, like a reporter does, they find there is a significance yeah. to it. But um, but you know the thing that makes uh, I mean, there's a lot of things that make motive, uh, make uh, murders, because there's, so there's always been so much violence. But, you know, obviously sex plays yeah. a part, money, neighborhood, but uh, but also motive, yeah, like why somebody does something. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, th those are the kinds, uh, and those are the kinds that uh, I've pretty much, there's so many big crimes that have happened in New York, the preppy murder case, the Central Park oh, jogger, yeah. Bernie Getz, yeah. you know. Um, and then nationally, John Benet Ramsey, you know all these, you know, yeah, all those Anthony. people, right? So I yeah. draw, I've drawn on a lot of that is, you know, is kind of uh, inspiration for uh, stories I've done. As, as you know, I mean, I mean, <laughs> Law and Order, the original, the original Law and Order. I mean, spent twenty years uh, taking headlines off the New York Post and turning them into episodes on their series. You know, so. yeah, you know, well, yeah, you know, but it really, it is true though how it is, you know, and writing murder mysteries, you know. And you're very successful at it. And um, you created a character, Claire. You know, I, I, this is a question. You know, like, what, you know, you write a woman very well, okay? And a lot of people do not. You know, some women don't write women characters as well. Do you know what I mean? And so what right. made you decide on writing, like, Claire? You know, as well, there, yeah, there's, a main there's character, you know, like, like, <laughs> like a lot of things that I wind up doing. There's no particular brilliance or plan to it. It sort oh, of happens. Right, yeah. well, like, uh, what had happened I get, was I guess I've written. Totally get yeah, that. <laughs> well, you sort of stumble into things. So what happened? Well, I mean, it's a very, very specific explanation about it, and that is that because um, you know I write male characters too, and so I had been writing uh, for the four years before the first Claire. So the first Claire book came out in 2018 called Yesterday's News. Before that, I had written four books in a series uh, for Atria Books on a male reporter called Gil Malloy, you know, and he, 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 would, he was a newspaper reporter at the Daily News, you know, not somewhat like Claire, but he was, you know, at a newspaper, and, and he was solving all these cases there. 
And then I decided to write not a Claire Carlson book, but I decided to write a standalone book. And I had this idea, and I don't want to give away too much because if you hadn't read yesterday's news, right. I don't want it to be right. a spoiler. But it right. basically involves a case that a woman journalist gets involved in that becomes incredibly personal, and it affects her own life you know, and things that she has done in her own life. Right. And so the only way to write that book was to have a woman. I mean, you couldn't have a man because it, it, it involved right. It involved a pregnancy and other stuff that obviously had to be a woman. So I wrote this standalone book. Um, I had another name for the character. I had another job for her. Then I wrote it a second, and it sort of, you know, floated around. I had it for a while, and then I then I picked it up again, and I wrote a second character. And uh, finally, I just sat down and I said, you know, I'm just going to write this again. I'm going to write it the way I feel like it. I'm, Ever you know at this TV station, and I'm gonna and I came up with the name of Claire Carlson. It was never meant to be more than the one book. I mean, because it was very much of a standalone kind of book where she comes to grips with her own demons from the past, and you know that right. kind of thing. And right. uh, when I turned the book in, and it was bought by the publisher, and then the publisher they actually changed the name to Yesterday's News. It was originally called Forget Me Not, I think. And when they did it, the publisher call me up and say, well, we want to change the name because, you know, we want it to match the, you know, the subsequent stories in the series. And I went, what okay. subsequent stories? What, you know, like, what are, you, what are you talking about? And she said, uh, and uh, the publisher's woman said, said, well, you're planning on doing Claire Carlson's a series, right? Everybody loves her, you know? And I, you know, <laughs> being a newspaper reporter who takes assignments all my life went, yeah, absolutely, sure. Right, and I yeah. called my agent. I remember I called my agent and I said, did you have any idea they want to do a series on this? And she said, no. And I said, well, they do now, you know, so we yeah, became right. a series. And that's how it happens. You know, it's not some people think, you know, like, oh, you plan this uh, stuff out. And I will just say one more thing about this because this is something that you, you kind of get yourself caught in a, a little bit of a trap. Um, so when I did the first book, I didn't have her as being like a woman reporter. I had her being the news director. I had her being the executive in charge of the whole operation. And she only right. gets involved in the story because it's a personal thing with her. So now I've got these other books. So I have to figure out why the news director is out chasing stories, because she shouldn't be. She should be in her office, you know, going over right. budget reports or something. So every every book I have to come up with a reason why, why she, you know, Claire yeah. herself is doing it. And uh, I always do the comparison. I think it's a little bit kind of like, um, well, she got to, you know, suspend belief. It's a little bit like uh, the the Rock Hudson, Susan Shane James TV show, McMillan and Wife. You know, McMillan, he was the right. police commissioner, but he was solving right. crimes with her. Right. So, well, I, well, that's, you know, so, because this yeah. is fiction. Let's face it. You know, I mean, that's the thing. Sometimes you can do things that you can't do in real life. But, you know, oh, it's your story. So you can do what you want, actually. You know, and when you get a good character, sometimes that's the way it goes. <laughs> but but it's, not, it's not even what you want. I mean, you, 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 have to, they, you have to make it not real. I mean, there's this interesting balance for, for an author because you want it to be realistic on some level, but it can't yeah. be too real. Because if, if something is too realistic, it's going to be boring. Because, you know, let's face yeah. it, life is basically boring on a day-to-day basis. And one of the things that I, I owe... Well, you that's know, I true. That, people, that is true. Yeah. yeah, and people say to me, People said that I think I may have talked about this the other night at the at the at the, the well, I, if you were there at the mysterious uh, bookshop yeah, well. event we did, but I I really believe this. People say to me all the time like, well, the one thing about you, you know, like you really you really give us a realistic portrayal of what goes on in a newsroom, 
And my response to that is, no, I don't, because that's not that's really not the way a newsroom works. I mean, a news a newsroom on a day to day basis it can be just as boring as working in an insurance office. You know what I mean? Yeah. You sit, you do nothing, whatever. Well, there's this a, is a this fictional is show, view. This but is it, a fictional it looks view. exciting to other people, though. You know, well, that's the key. Uh, that's the key. You know, I used to go. To, I used to go when my son was little. I used to go to sit at the courthouse. Um, it was uh, very close to where I lived, and it was. And I used to sit there all the time and take notes. And, and pretty soon, somebody came up to me and they goes, "You know, they don't. They get a little nervous when you're there. You know, right. and I've mentioned this a few times on my show. And I go, "No, I'm just like sitting because I wrote some screenplays and I wanted to make it accurate. So they go, "Oh, okay." And so then afterwards, some one of the DAs was outside talking to me, and she said, "You know, it's really boring for us." I go, "But it's not boring for me." <laughs> so she goes, "We see you sitting here, and you know." And I said, "No, I like." this you know and i'm enjoying this and i'm listening and i'm taking notes she goes but they are not that thrilled with it a lot of times they're bored of the cases well that's, you know that's but it. so and, that's that's what it is you know but you're the writer so the writer has to make it exciting you, so you it doesn't have you to be need, true to life you you don't have to yeah you can't have a lot of downtime where she's sitting doing a crossword puzzle or something like that right i mean the one <laughs> the one example that i always use and uh is that um is that in in I have been in you know since the seventies obviously at Son of Sam I have been in journalism I have worked in newspapers yep. TV uh, magazines and uh, in all that time in my entire time in journalism I can't think of one instance not even just with me but any instance of any reporter I can't think of any time where a single reporter solved a murder on their own, ever. You know, I mean, they would work yeah, with the police right, or yeah. something, but yeah, never. Right, no reporter right. I've ever known has solved a murder on their own. Right. In my right. books, Claire solves a murder every book, you know, because right. that's... Well, because that's, that's, that's the character. The, I mean, that's the way it goes. That's the character. <laughs> right? yeah, you know, yeah. And you do have to make it exciting, and your dialogue is always good. And the thing about you is you write... You just write like a regular person. You, I mean, maybe I know that because I know you already because I know how yeah. you talk, but when I'm reading the books, I just feel it's just a good conversation and you're just talking regular and you don't have yeah. to like and you can remember what you're saying you know i like the audiobooks naturally but because that's how right. i listen but i you don't have it this one isn't so i started to read it actually read a book <laughs> i got your yeah i think the you audio know, but, the audio generally comes comes a little later generally so. yeah a little but you know but you talk to people and i've heard you say too because you're from new you know you live in you're not from new york actually but you lived I'm there from for ohio all these years. yeah ohio i knew that i mean you said that i know right so you know but the truth is you know you write like a regular person you know that's telling the story and that's what makes it so good it's like you know well, it's not yeah. com it's not complex too much that you so complex that you don't even understand it and you go like oh this book is boring no you make it very exciting and the character's good she's a good character which is so important well, yeah that's that's uh yeah we could talk a, a lot about that but uh, that yeah. you know one of the greatest compliments that i've gotten from people is, is and you just said it again but i've heard it from other people and they'll say you know, your character um, talks like they sound like you. You know, and I mean in a good way. You know, they're they're yeah, kind right. of exactly. self-deprecating or fun, you know, yeah. like they don't take themselves too seriously. And I always, to me, that's that, yeah, that's a great compliment. And and look, I've I guess I, I, I could talk endlessly about the character, but I I I, I think. To me, the character is the most important thing in the book, and uh, uh, I you agree. Know, I've said I this, totally I've agree. said this many yeah. times. It's like if I, 
if I'm reading a book that's not a particularly good story and, you know, like it's not going around, I know that, but the character is good, I'll keep reading. If if it's a really good story but I don't care for the character, I don't, I'm bored by yeah. the character, I won't keep yeah. reading, you know. And uh, I just think, I think character trumps all. I think, I you know, I've too. said this before, I think, I think um, you know, even to say something as sacrilegious as the fact that Raymond Chandler, who's everyone, including myself, considers the greatest of all mystery writers ever, uh, if you break down some of his books, you know, those those stories aren't that, they don't make a lot of sense, they're not that good, you know, the stories. It's the character and the way he writes the character, that's what draws you in. I think that's really important, character. We've talked about this many yeah. times before, you know, and I, I still think I agree with you because, you, you know, when people come up to you and talk about Claire, you like that because this is a person you invented. And this right. makes you real think that they have gotten what you write. They understand what you write because how important yeah. she is. You know, and that's important to a writer. And I don't think people realize when they mention, like, the name, like, Claire Carlson, it makes the author feels so great because right. this is your person. You made her. I mean, you really right. you developed well, there's a part her. Of you, there's a part of yourself in there. And, uh, yeah, and, and one of the other great compliments people will say is uh, to me is, like, you know, I really love, you know, spending a couple hours with Claire reading a book. You know, just it's like yeah. hanging out with somebody that, that, you, that you like. And, yeah. and, 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 that's and they really like good. this. Like that, and even you know, for people who haven't read any of the Claire Carlson books, she is certainly a woman with many, many flaws. She is not some perfect woman. Uh, she's really messed up in a lot of ways in terms of her personal life. She's a really good journalist, but kind of a nightmare personal life. And she, she says sometimes says things she shouldn't say, and she's you know, she's not but always. But people do that. But but people do right. that. Right, and you and, know, and, and people uh, do that a lot. So I think that that's one of the things is you know. Uh, Certainly now, as we we also spoke about this before, like if you say something, you say something, and everybody sees it now. <laughs> I mean, it's like, oh my right, God, right. Said, but but you know, people are not perfect, and when you're writing, sometimes you don't want to be bored yourself. So sometimes you're thinking, you know, your character does something that isn't great, but otherwise it's going to be really boring. You know, if well, the you person have to be is careful. You, you just, you know, I, I think that one of the most important things. I mean, look, first off. In most cases, you want the character to have some likable qualities, obviously. But, um, yes. Yeah, but, yep, yep, but, um, but the other important thing in writing a character is the flaws, because the flaws are what make the character. Um, yeah. And, you know, because everybody's got certain kind of flaws. They have a drinking problem or a gambling problem or right. a broken marriage or they they had a tragedy. And, you know, there's something, and that's what yeah. makes, you know, or they, 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 they say inappropriate things, whatever it is. The flaws right. are are really are really really important, and um, and uh, and you know because the character because that makes flaws, people relate. That makes character. people that are reading it relate. They relate. Yeah. To yeah. you know to I, something I, they I, go. Oh, I get that. You know, I get that she said that, or you know, because people I, have I, said I, stuff. I, well, you know, I, I always tell I tell that one story. Um, it's uh, not my story. It was actually from uh, Reed Farrell Coleman, who you know is very prominent. And he wrote the, among other great books, he wrote he wrote the um, the, uh, the the uh, the Parker series on. Um, um, <laughs> why am I drawing a blank on his name? Not Spencer, the uh, the Tom Selleck character. You know, Jesse Stone. Oh, Jesse Stone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was Jesse good Stone. He yeah, did the Jesse Stone book. He did a series on yeah. the Jesse. He doesn't do them anymore, but he's yeah. about. A handful of them, and yeah. I was on a panel with him when we were talking. And this 
topic of flaws came up, and it was fascinating because we were talking about writing uh, Jesse Stone. Because if you think, and he said, well, you know, there's a lot of challenge in writing that kind of character, mainly because you've got to find flaws for him. Because Jesse Stone is, I mean, he's good looking, he's tough, he's integrity, he's got all these wonderful qualities. And most of all, when you, people read a Jesse Stone book, they think of Tom Selleck because of the, yeah, you know, all yeah, the TV they movies. Do. Yeah, so, yeah. Like, like, you don't want Mr. Perfect. So, it, like he was talking about, well, so he's got a, he's got a drinking problem. He's got a, a failed marriage. You know, he had a baseball career that ended tragically with injury. You, you know, even in a really great person, you've got you've to gotta, you've gotta find those flaws. And uh, as a writer, right. um, that's really important to do. It's also interesting to do, but, it, but it's, it's very important to get – you know, to get the character right, and I mean, that's one advantage of doing a series in the sense that you've got the character when you start the new book. Uh, because right. whenever you start another book, you you know, you have to figure out, well, who, you know, exactly who my character is, and uh, right. you know, I'm I'm not when I'm not one of those people who uh, who sit and write a you know ten page profile of my character before I start the book. I just kind of start the book and see where the character goes, and. Uh, with Claire, I kind of know. I have some idea where she's going to go most of the time, which which helps. Right, but you know, and right, and you know, I myself in my own life, I'm not. Sometimes I do things that other people might think I wouldn't do, you know, or I think a certain way, and my characters do the same thing because you know I don't want to always be exactly the same. You know, when I was young in high school, I had different color hair. You know, I did different things because right. I don't want to. I don't like the same. So I change a little, and you know, sometimes too much a lot of times. But I, you well, know, you know, but and, nobody. And, I don't want someone to say like, "Oh, this is that, that's her exactly." You know, because yeah. sometimes people they have different. You know, they go a different way, or they think a different way on a subject. And I don't. You know, I think it's more interesting if you're not exactly. They go like, "Oh yeah, that's what she, what she always would do." You know, and that's what my characters do. They don't always do what they're supposed to do. They do what they want sometimes. Right. You know, and the, another thing, as you, were, as you were saying that about changes in high school, one of the thoughts that just crossed my mind is, you know, you you you, you change as an author. So I mean, you get older. So like yep. for instance, I mean, you talk about a man writing a woman, but it's also just from an age point of view. So uh, like yes. when I started writing my first, when I published my first novel, I think my character was basically the same age. I think she was like, you know, in her thirties, and I was in my late thirties. Yeah. So I was writing a character about the same age as myself. Um, but as the years go by, I mean, you're not you're not likely to write a character, you know, who's a senior <laughs> person like as I am, and uh, so you're still right. I mean, Claire actually yeah, is uh, 47, I think, in the book. But um, I've written books, I've written characters, you know, in their 30s, and so you, you've got to make sure you get that right too. Now, the thing that helps me with that is right, I've got exactly. so many friends that are that age, so I see all these yeah. people and. You get the feeling. Right, you know. Them, but, well, I mean, you know, when you when you're around, you know, and you talk to different people, which you do, and I do too. You know, when you talk to different people, you know what sometimes different people do think differently. And, and certainly on this show, I have people of all ages, you know, and uh, from different countries, and so it's so interesting, you know. And I know for me, the last twelve or thirteen years doing this, I've met so many more people, and my thoughts and some things that I never, people I never would have met, I do know now. And so right, now I know right. what their culture is like and, you know, what they do and how they think because, you know, we message each other. And it's not just, you know, I think people think that if you're on Facebook, you just say hi, hello. But that's not always true because I have a lot of private message people that I talk to a lot of times and some of them I talk to on the phone. So, and I'm sure you do too. So it's not just yeah. like my friends who are not on Facebook, they think like, oh, people, you know, you talk to this one or that one. And I said, no, you don't. 
talk to some of these people. You know, I don't know 4,000 people, but they, you know, they maybe are my friends on Facebook, but I have my special people that I talk to, you know, a lot, and I have a lot of the same guests on, and I get to know them. And same with you, right? I mean, don't you feel right, like you right. know a lot of people well, that you would never have known? Right, and you know, uh, and then sometimes you actually run into them. You know, <laughs> at a writer's conference or something. You're like, oh, well, now you're going to probably run into a lot of people. They're going to know who you are. <laughs> yeah, well, you like, know, like, uh, yeah, well, I think both is probably. Yeah, well, you have, but you have, you have, you have, you have um, personal people that you talk to on Facebook, and then you have professional people. Yes. So you know, like yes, a lot of definitely. obviously, we all do, yeah. we all do, yes. we all do that. And uh, no, and I, I'm not one of those people who put on, you know, like, uh, well, I use Twitter, Facebook, a bit of Instagram, but I'm not one of those people who, like, I don't put on my. Uh, what you know? What Starbucks coffee I'm drinking that day, or what I'm eating? No, I have nothing. I don't put. You know, right? I don't. Nobody. I don't put anything personal on. And so some people, when they read my books, then they see some of me in the books because they might know me, my friend friends. But otherwise, nobody really does know me. I mean, because I don't put a lot of. Th- I don't like that. I don't put a lot of personal things on Facebook. I really don't, and I don't fight with a lot of people. on Facebook. I don't fight with anybody. You know. Well, I think and, that's the biggest key. Yeah. If, if you. If you. Uh, yeah, if I don't you do delve that. into current affairs on Facebook, you know, mainly oh, politics, no. you've got to no. go all the way in, you know. And, yeah, uh, no, so, and I don't. Uh, no, no, yeah. I don't. And, you know, uh, occasionally if I see something about an organization that I think is good or something, but I don't basically put it, you know, I don't want to. And, you know, and I don't, and a lot of people probably shouldn't because it isn't good for them, you know, when they do. <laughs> yeah, I've known, <laughs> so, I've known people who, who actually had, who actually had to, you know, like almost had to stop because they said it was, they were so, they were getting so wound up and stressed out, you know. But yeah, I don't want to do that. You know, with, not with a really, lot of these, you know, uh, right, no. with a lot of these, uh, with a lot of these things that you know, and people. Well, we've uh, had a hard year. Let's put it this way: this has been a hard oh, year for yeah, people. It's been a very and, hard year. you know, yeah. from you know, from last March till now, yes, and people are now starting to get out and they're coming back around, you know. But people will be different. There's no doubt. I mean, we all we're not going to forget this. You know, and this has been a big part of our lives. So, you know, good or bad, some people have had some trauma this year, bad trauma, you know. And so I think that, yeah. And so I think that people will be a little different, and I think that people shouldn't expect that much of some people because it's going to take a while because people are just they're not used to working together anymore, and they're not used to doing the things that they did. You know, right, even going to right. a coffee Things shop, you, they're not used to that. And sometimes right. when people are together now, they're like, you see on the news, they're fighting, you know. And so I think this will turn into something different, you know. So I hope people, you know, I try to say that, to just try to get along because this would be a better for everybody, you know. And just enjoy life. Like for authors, we want people to enjoy our books. And we want yeah, to enjoy cool. writing. And so on my shows, like people like you have helped people because – when I listen to some of the things you say, then I go, oh, yeah, I do that, you know, and that makes me, like, as I'm writing, going, like, yeah, I can do this, you know, because I think it gives people the inspiration to go on to write, you know, well, and because you're not afraid of saying how you feel about your writing, and it's not that easy. It's hard. It's, well, it is, but I, and I would just say in terms of COVID, uh, you know, one of the things that a lot of people said to me, because like I was in New York, so I spent three months not leaving my apartment, you know, yeah. and then obviously I haven't done much else in terms of people. I mean, I'm right. more right. now, but, um, and people say, oh, well, good for your writing. You know, well, I'm one of those people, it's bad for my writing because I don't, uh, I never, I've never written sitting in my house or in my apartment. I always, one of the reasons, like hopefully my 
books have a certain energy, whatever it is. I write all my books outside among people. I sit outside. I sit in coffee shops. I like the hustle and bustle of like people talking yeah. around me. Yeah. And I can't, you know, I can't, I can't do that nearly obviously as much. I can't go in a coffee shop or whatever. Right. And uh, so I yeah. Really how about, how about the Starbucks there? The Starbucks here, you can't sit anymore. There's no sitting. You can just get your coffee right, and leave. Right, right. Well, the only good yeah. thing is if you can find, uh, you know, when the weather's nice, if you can find some outdoor tables, you sit, you can sit yeah, there, but good. you can't yeah. sit inside. But the other thing, of course, is the from an author point of view, and I'm sure you, you, you've gone through this too, is just I miss the, you know, you miss the contact with people and readers. I mean, I used to go to oh, yeah. half dozen writers' conferences. So not only do you meet authors, but you meet readers. You know, the thrill of having somebody stand in line, ask you to sign their book, and then talk to you about how much they liked your writing that that, that is there's something about that that you can't yes. do like online or you're doing another si- you're doing another yes. virtual aren't you you're doing another virtual this week i am your yes, other one I was really good them. it was it, it's another yeah. virtual which tell everybody a little bit about the virtuals for you how it's you good, feel it's about good. that because well, it's a, good you've I been did, out I there did. doing them yeah well i did well i did i did i did i did one or two. I've done a couple things. Uh, yeah. I've done, you know, a bunch of interviews virtual, you know. But yeah. um, but the thing we did was so the book launch party, which I've always held at Mysterious Bookshop, which is, you know, in New York City, a great bookshop. And uh, that, uh, you know, obviously we can't do it in person, so we did a, right. a virtual. And uh, I think we got about 300 people total, you know, both between YouTube and uh, yep. Facebook and people watching. And, uh, and yeah, and so so basically, like, um, somebody interviews me, and I talk, and uh, and then the people can participate with quotes and comments and questions and things like that. Now I, I am doing one, which I would like to you know Thursday, make a, you know invite everyone to. Right? Yeah, so yeah. Thursday Thursday at seven. This Thursday at seven, May thirteenth. It's what Mystery Lovers Bookshop, which is a great little bookstore in Oakmont, Pennsylvania, right outside Pittsburgh. And uh, all, well, it's free. All you have to do though, you have to go and I, I think it's called MysteryLovers.com, but it's the Mystery Lovers Bookshop website, and uh, if you go on that website and go to their calendar of events or whatever, you'll see my name. It'll you basically have to do register. You have to register for it, so right? Because you have to register you know, for and, the other one too, right? And, right. And it's a no, one, it's yeah, a one-time register. No, you didn't have to register for that one. You didn't have to register. That yeah, you, you did. I think you did because I, I oh, thought I had well, registered. Anyway, yeah, yeah. The other one, yeah. the other one was just. Um, the other one was just you, you could click on a YouTube link and watch it. This one, they're going to they will send you a Zoom link, you know, like before the event, and then right. you, okay, you go good. on yeah. Zoom. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's so, good. so anyway, Mystery Lovers Bookshop. Look it up online website, and uh, you, you'll find me under. I want to talk about your advertising because you advertise a lot, and you really are out there a lot. I do. You know, a lot of <laughs> a, a lot of authors are not. Uh, I mean, you are out uh, and. You're not afraid of advertising. That's probably because you were in journalism. Well, when you I say think, advertising, you know, I don't know that I don't do paid advertising well, you, as much as I do. You're not advertising, you know. but you are advertising because I see you out there a lot, and I see I don't see a lot of the same people out there as much. You talk about the things you do, you know, and things like that, and you keep talking about your book and that they can get it on Kindle, which is good, you know. But well, you do that, you know, the for thing, yourself. The thing, well, you know, I think the thing of being, you know, many people have talked about this. The thing about being an author. And then being a promoter of your own work, uh, they're two different things. And not a lot of people like who are writers don't really want to go out in public. I've talked to people who like are afraid to even go on a panel or anything. They don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to speak or anything. And so one of the things that I discovered um, when I started doing this was, uh, you know, I kind of thought, well, maybe I'm in that category. Like I don't. 
I, I'm not good at this kind of thing. But once I started doing it, I actually started to enjoy it. Uh, yeah, you so, like, um, and I've uh, and I've done like radio shows and stuff in the past yeah, previously. So I'm I, I actually like uh, doing it. And uh, I mean, number one, you're getting your 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 you know you're getting your 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 message out there to people. But it can kind of be fun. But I I, I understand. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of authors. It's like yeah, it's like pulling teeth or whatever. You know they don't yeah. they don't want to do it, and yet um, and, and this is really you, you. I'm sure you know this, Marcia. This has really changed a lot over the over the years. I mean, it used to be oh, yeah. an author didn't really have to do that much promotion with their books. Yeah. Now yeah. it's like you essential. It's part of the job. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It goes with the territory, and you do. And it, it isn't easy to do for a lot of people. But, I mean, you like to talk, so that's a good thing, you know. But when people do not like to talk, like I know I have people on my show, they'll, you know, when they're going to come on, they're going like, well, what are we going to talk about? I go, just don't worry about it. They go, well, what if we have a big lull in the conversation? I go, listen, yeah. I've done shows for almost 13 years. There's no lulls. I'll find something to talk about. And they're worried, so they don't want to go on. And a lot of times that's why I started doing – Four, three and four people on a show sometimes because then they don't have to feel like it's all on them. You know, not like you can handle an interview by yourself, but a lot of people cannot. They're very nervous. And so I think it would be nice if some of the other sh- a lot of shows do that where they have three and four people because it's easy for them, other people to come on. They don't feel like they have to come up with something to say all the time. You know, for you right, it's easy. Right. It just it, you you it's just well, natural for you. I you know both are good. You know we you know like I as you know I do uh, I, I've done your show a few times now. I've done a lot of yeah. uh, Fran Lewis Fran Lewis yeah, show, which yeah, are, yeah. many of your people know because you've been on. That's where I first met you. I think on her show. I know um, and, Fran and, Lewis. And, uh, and, I know her for like twelve years. We know we were yeah. both in Red River together, so that's how we met all those years ago. You know, yeah. and so yeah, we did shows together for years. A lot of times, but I, but I think you're right. you know they're different. They're different kind of shows. I mean, I think uh, well, her show when you're on a show with four yeah. people, it's easier, but it's yeah. also harder in some ways. I think because then you have to balance. Like, well, you don't want to talk too little, but you don't want to talk too much, right. Right. and then you don't. It's, a lot of times when you're on the shows, it's very hard for me anyway to know who's speaking unless somebody, unless I know somebody. That is voice, the part. You know, well, like, for me too, right? I, I, yeah, because I've like, had some people that? on that sound exactly alike, and and I don't know. Sometimes I'm thinking like, oh, right. who just said that? So I don't want to ask her something because he might have said, you know, if they're a man and, and woman, I naturally I know, but if they're two women and they sound very much alike, it's like who's talking? I'm going right. like, now, okay. Now, <laughs> No, actually, one of the one of the, which I'd never really done much of this, but we, you know, the show we did a few weeks ago, uh, you, me, and Vincent and Sandra, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, that actually worked. I liked, I really liked that because it was like there was two of us, but it was very clear, you know, like he, there was him or there was me talking, and oh, yeah. uh, so I didn't, you know, I didn't, I, it wasn't just me and you. But on the right. other hand, it, it didn't feel crowded or anything. And you right. know, sometimes oh, you two can, know, uh, but you two know too. each other. You two know each other. I never knew. So I, I never knew him. This. I never knew you Vincent didn't? until that show. Are you kidding? I thought you no, did. I did nope. Oh my god. I mean, we 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 we. I think we might <laughs> well, have been on one other show together, but but uh, yeah. we uh, we. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, I like uh, him. He's so. I find him very interesting, and I, I like. He just absolutely says his mind, and I love that oh, about him. You oh, know, and, and I know what tells, it was. We were on another show with a group, and I didn't know him. And then yeah. he said, "Well, I have a oh. book coming out for Motion View in May," and oh. I said, "So do I." So we bonded. <laughs> 
And then, but I didn't really know him until that show. And then, then it was kind of funny because we started, you know, and we've been exchanging things ever since then. Uh, but, uh, but uh, no, but you were very I did much not, in sync together. You were so much in sync together that it was, you know, I didn't know. <laughs> you were. Well, you know, See, I, I, didn't I, even I know think that. the key, I think, and you know this because you do this all the time. I think that uh-huh. to me, the key for all this stuff, and, and that's, probably yeah. why we were, you know, we got a lot, we got on talking. It's kind of like, I don't know, like you met somebody in a bar or something and somebody said, hey, let's talk about something. <laughs> hey, right. you just start talking, you know, you don't right. think about it, you're just having a conversation. You right. kind of got to make sure you don't, got to make sure you don't swear or anything like that. Yeah, but I right. mean, uh, uh, it's, it's. Oh, I I've think, had some I shows think, that do, right, I've had some shows, listen, I've had a lot of erotic authors that some of the stuff that they say, I have to make it a private, you know, I have to make it was private for like adult only because sometimes they go, it, you know, especially if they wanted to read, if they have anthologies, a lot of the erotic authors. Oh yeah. And I know yeah. Fran, Fran doesn't have those on her shows. I have everybody on my shows. <laughs> you know, well, I don't. I don't. So, I've never. I don't know that I've ever actually written sex scenes in my books. I mean, I, I allude to them, and Claire Claire has a lot of sex with a lot of people. But uh, but uh, yeah, but I tend no, to right. I tend to not write the details of the uh, right of the right. of the. Uh, and yeah, I think not, a lot I'm of not, people not, don't need that. Not, right. You don't yeah. need well, that. You don't, I don't know. Need I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable doing it, and I'm not sure how it would come out. So I'll, I basically have them go to bed and then wake up the next morning or something like well, that. Well, that's a good thing. That's okay. Yeah. That works. Then you've got to figure of, it out for we yourself. We sort of know what happened. We don't need it all explained <laughs> right. to us, you know. I know, because some people, the, the erotic authors say they go, either the door is open or the door is closed. So either you open it and you can <laughs> see inside or you close it, well, you know. Well, here's and another, that's the way they do it. Here's an, Here's another thing on that in terms of the other one is violence. You know, I um and you know different yeah. authors feel different way. I don't really have a lot of violence in my. I mean, there's people dying in my books all the time, but I don't show the murder. You know what I mean? I don't have the no, details right, right. of how and their body okay, was right. cut. I, I, I just don't like that. I don't I, like that. I, I in used books. to say that too. I, right. I, I would rather they just, you know, you know, you find the murder victims, but uh, I've never been particularly into the details either of the sex or the violence. And having said that, there is a lot of sex and violence, or there's sex and violence in my books. But I just, you know, sometimes I've read, I've read books bestsellers, and you, I, I, you know, in terms of the violence, especially, I, I literally will have to, I, I can't read anymore because it's, it's just too much for me it's just too intense you know well i think that that's what's happened you know and i had you know my first time when i did an erotic type of book i had somebody was helping me write it you know and then by now i'm writing my sweet sweeter romance and you know they just not i don't put all the same it was not an easy read right for me it just wasn't you know i i just wasn't there comfortable doing it and then i you know i did it a few times in some of my books and actually the characters are much more exciting a lot of times but i just chose not to right now you know do that but well, murder you know murder i like you know the murder when i was doing screenplays i did like a murder mystery type that i like to do and right. sometimes when i'm watching tv which i think i mentioned before i've seen some of the shows and sometimes i can't even believe what i'm watching you know i'm yeah, going like yeah. look at this cuz it really is intense you know and i don't choose to right. write that way you know but it's a lot of there's a lot well, of killing a lot, yeah. and in terms and, and, of and the, a gru- in a brutal way, brutal. Yeah, yeah, and I, I've never, yeah, I, right, I never liked yeah. that in movies or TV either. The specifics, I mean, unless it's done incredibly well, like Pulp Fiction or some some right. great well, that, movie, right. but That's the, very right, really. Yeah. But you know, in terms of the of the sex stuff too, there's an awful lot of people that um, you know, both in the industry and and readers 
who you know who don't want any of that. I mean, I um, I know that I had I a review for uh, uh, for this book Beyond the Headlines with Claire uh, recently, and somebody who loved the book raved about the book. It was on one of the blog reviewers, and she loved the book, but she said I I could do uh, I could do without Claire sleeping around the way she does. You know, I don't really you know I really don't like that part of it. But, but that everything else I love. But you know, that's you know that's who she yeah. was. And she, you know, says, but, but, you know, and then of course, they, you know, there are the, the you know, but like, you're not sure if you're not to, doing the sex scenes, it's just saying, because there are a lot of people that sleep with a lot of guys or men that sleep with a lot of women. That's just how it is. Well, you know, so and that, heard, is real. So that is real. That's real. But um, That's real. the other thing is with, now, in, I think, and you would know more probably this, about this than me, but I think like in a lot of cozies and stuff too, there's almost no sex. Like, like um, I mean, the famous was always uh, Jessica Fletcher, you know, in the Murder, She Broke yeah, books. Right. Um, I mean, you weren't even allowed to, no man even touched her, you know, or touched her hand. Right. Or, there's no kissing. There's no nothing, yeah. you know. Um, and they were very because uh, I I don't I don't I I know uh, John Land uh, John Land I guess is write the books, but I I got to know uh, Donald Bain who uh, used to write the or the the series for a long time uh, with his with his wife, and uh, he he would talk about that. I mean, about the rules. I mean, it wasn't like Jessica yeah. couldn't have sex. Jessica could, couldn't. Touch a man, you know. They, yeah, they didn't right. Want I that. mean, that's yeah, and that's over. You know, that's right. But when you're writing real, like a lot of times in the old, actually in the older books, you know, I grew up with my grandmother living, just right. reading all these sex books. I mean, she, I've said this many times. She read, you know, Harold Robbins and all that stuff, and then there would be these old books there of Harold Robbins and all of this, and I would be reading them, you know, and it was just the way they wrote. You know, and I just, I, I didn't think much of it until I became an author and then with all these shows and all this now, you know, I, I remember when I was first doing shows, April Robin, who was the head of the, you know, um, the network at that time, not my network, but, you know, the other network, and um, I, she said to me, do you want to have a show with erotic authors? And I go like, all right, nobody else wanted to have them. And I go, yeah, I'll have them, you know. And so I had them, and they were so interesting. They were just regular people talking, you know. And yeah, so that's the yeah. thing. They're just regular people, you know. And a lot of them use different names, but they're, they're school. You know, a lot of them, they didn't want their kids' PTA to know. I mean, because there still is a stigma where you, if you write that way, I switched. I put my children's books. I took another website because I think there are still people that if you write children's books, they don't want you to write any sex at all. So that's we still have that world out there. Yeah. And like someone that didn't like what Claire did, so that's part of that world that doesn't like that. So you, you want to be more universal. This is what you do. You just don't do a lot of something like that that it, you know is going to start people saying things because people do. You know, and but years ago the books were like that. There were a lot yeah, of sex in yeah. the books, tons of. Well, I just noticed, were, you know, you know Marcia, I just noticed we were talking about talking casually, and uh, you know, uh, I, I just re- realized we've gone through almost an hour, which is great. Uh, so I just wanted to say one more thing about Beyond the Headlines uh, before the end, and that is that uh, the which we haven't really addressed is there, so there's there's two real life things in my life that um, <clears throat> that Beyond the Headlines draws from, and one of which is. Uh, a celebrity trial. So basically, it's a book about a celebrity actress who's on trial for murdering her rich husband, and the kind of the country, you know, kind of takes sides of whether she's guilty or innocent. And um, I covered the O.J. Simpson case as a journalist 
for two years of my life back in the 90s. And wow, so I, fun. you know, I drew, up, I drew upon that a lot for this book. And the other thing that's in this book, which is, seems a little strange, I think, although I think it makes sense of the book, is Vietnam. And, and some of the mystery goes back to 50 years ago during the Vietnam War. And, um, and I actually was in the Vietnam War. I got drafted and I was over there. So some of that I, I put in the book too. So, um, you know, that all, it's this thing of real life events, which I enjoy writing about and then kind of fictionalizing. So, you know, those, those are the, you those added are the some elements names in, in there too. You also have and, some uh, names. And of course, Claire. You, know, you, added so names. Hope... you added a lot of names in there too, you know, well-known names in this book. Like, what do you mean? You like celebrities? Yeah, you added them. In yeah. There. Yeah, just their stories because, you know, cause this is part of what you did. At that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, and and in, anyway, so but um, so I yeah I really like it. I mean, I think it's. Uh, um, but again, I think if I think if you like Claire, you'll like the book, and uh, hopefully enough people like yourself like Claire. <laughs> so, well, let me ask you a question. Let, you, so you, this yeah. is writing rich. You were writing about a rich family. They were rich. Yeah, yeah. You know, was that different? I mean, I write with a lot of rich characters. It's so easy. I mean, because they have money. You know, so just right. everything. Well, it's well. She she's married to a guy who's like a billionaire. Right. He's like 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 yeah, not just right. rich. He's super rich and Very and rich. Uh, right. and which plays a role obviously in the in the thing. And the, one of the things I wanted to do that was because of the uh, uh, and I talk about this a little bit in the book, which is the the. You know, it's very hard to make a rich person sympathetic. You know, and and uh, and uh, and yet this guy who is who is murdered early on in the book, uh, even though he's you know a rich person who did a lot of despicable things. I mean, there there are you find out things later that you know make him a little bit more sympathetic, and that's hard to do because, as I've said, you know, a lot of people don't like rich people because uh, of what they do. But a lot of people just don't like rich people because they're rich, you know what I mean? So I know, so, but, but it is uh, fun to, it's kind of, I don't know, I kind of like that, you know, when they're rich, you know, it's kind of fun to write them, you know, in a lot yeah, of ways, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and a very rich ones are really easy because, I mean, they get away with a lot of things in their life that other right. people and don't. This, and this is, and this guy is a guy who didn't, you know, he didn't start out rich. It's like one of these people, like he was, when he was in Vietnam, he was just a normal person like anybody. Right. But he made this right. discovery of this invention uh, with computers that made him a multimillionaire, and then he went from there to being a billionaire. So, uh, yeah, he, he's, he's an interesting character, right? And again, he's, he's not alive in most of the book, but um, in fact, you, you never really see, a, you know, it's all like, you know, what, what you he mentioned. Was well, he's he in there, right? Did. You mentioned but, him, um, but it's fun to write about him. You know. Yeah, I think it was it's fun to write like that. So, uh, what's next for you? Uh, well, a couple of lot of things. Uh, I'm waiting here for more TV offers to come in. Uh, so if there's any other out there doing documentaries, please call me. No, um, I, as you know, I, um, I think you know, I also write a series of thrillers under the name of Dana Perry. Yes. And, um, and uh, the next one in that, I've done two already, and the next one called Her Ocean Grave will be out from a company called Bookature in uh, June. So, um, you know, and this is a different character. This is a, a, a homicide detective at a small-town police force on Martha's Vineyard solving murders. So uh, Dana Perry, if you look for Dana Perry, that's really me, R.G. Belsky. <laughs> And uh, and uh, then See, I'm I also, think the good thing uh, about you, you know, is I also, you're so will... exci- I, th- I think you write with excitement because you are excited to be a writer. <laughs> I know, hope, yeah, it, yeah. It, You know, I'm interviewing you, but you know, and I'm talking to you, but I think this is such a good thing for people to see that you really like what you do. 
Well, there's no reason. Yeah, there's no reason not to do it if you don't like it. I mean, there's better things. Well, a lot of to people do. do. A I lot suppose. of people don't like it as much. I mean, you know, they don't sound as positive as you are, which is a well. I like think, and I you, like to, you know people always talk about writing and writer's block. I actually like writing. I've always liked, even when I you know even I'm not selling books. I like writing. But let me just get the last thing in because otherwise my uh, publisher at Oceanview will be upset. Uh, <laughs> uh, which is that uh, uh, you know I'm working now on uh, on the next Claire Carlson book, which would be number five. And that will be out in 2022. Uh, so there will be another Claire, and uh, you know she's in the. We're, well, that's we're exciting. Just right now, I'm in the process of figuring out exactly what she's doing and where she's going. But uh, I'm, I'm, sh- I'm, I'm pretty sure it will be interest. It will be an interesting trip for her, whatever it is. So I have also your. Uh, I have your um, link on my on the web on the page for the show. So it's beyond oh, the headline, you know. So that's right. It's on the show. For the, for and, the you one, know, for, you mean the one, the one for Thursday the new night, one, you mean. right now, right? But yeah. you know, once they yeah. get on Amazon, so, then they yeah. see all your other things, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, is there any last words that you want to? Any other last words you want to say to authors that are listening out there? Because that's always important. <laughs> I always give the same advice to everybody. Well, go you, ahead. You want to be go an ahead. author? You want to be an author? Right. That's what you do. Yeah. And and that's it's as simple as that. Just sit down and write and see what happens and as i always say you don't have to listen to me because that's my advice that's the advice of someone called stephen king in the book on writing which is you know and yeah. and the number one thing in there is like you got to sit and you got to write every day and that that that's more important than anything so that's right and that's don't, the advice. don't spend so too much time on promotion and not but writing it's, but it's hard to do yeah. but it's hard it's it hard, is. It's hard it is. to do that yeah but you enjoy it, so I think that this is why, one of the reasons I love having you on the show is because people, you know, you're enthusiastic about what you do, and you also market yourself, and you do a lot of different things. So I think that this is a good thing because, you know, you yeah, don't – it's important for people to hear that. But now that, I'm a, now that, that. I'm a Netflix star, I may just move to a whole different know, plateau and not have to do any of this. <laughs> you, you know, be you'll be surprised star. now. It'll be very different for you because there'll be – you are in that a lot, and this—it's one of the top picks on Netflix because it's in one of those most watched. Now, yeah, yeah. You know, well, I'm because surprised. It's a, Again, it's a I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Uh, uh, I'm surprised. I was actually surprised watching it. You know that I actually enjoyed it, and the fact that I'm in it. You know that—that's a little weird because when you see yourself in it, you kind of, you know, you kind of—it—you—you kind of lose watching the thing. But then for the last. Uh, uh, yeah. two episodes certainly I'm not in it at all anymore so you can just kind of sit back and, and watch it's like it. I don't so, listen no, to I'm my really shows glad. I'm really glad right to, it's like I don't want to listen to my shows it's the same thing you don't want to I don't want to exactly. listen to my shows because then I'll probably never talk again if I keep listening exactly. to what I say you know? <laughs> you know it's true I used to hear I used to hear stars say that they don't watch their own movies so what you're saying is you're right because you're so busy looking at yourself sometimes to, to just you can't help it and you don't even believe it's you you know what I mean and that's why you know on the radio or anywhere, you know, listening to your own self-talk, you know, sometimes people don't like to do that, you know, and some might, but a lot of stars well, say that they don't watch themselves on TV. Yeah, they don't watch their own movies, but I, th- I always think like with TV shows, you know, and I think I think it was like Seinfeld or something said once, like he doesn't watch the reruns, and you think about that, like yeah. like if you're in a TV show and, it, and it's being rerun constantly for years, what do you yeah. do every time it comes on? But I mean, it, it, you know, I don't, I guess it's weird to sit and watch Some people yourself. walk out of the room, yeah. some people walk out of the room, even if their kids are looking at it, I've heard them say that because that you know then they'll be self-conscious when they're on yeah. you know they're not self-conscious when you're not watching yourself but when you are you like you see yourself now so like what you just said is true you're looking at yourself 
And you don't, it's yeah, like not even yeah. you in a way. You know, it's like, who is this person that's talking? Well, I only have one show that I have to worry about like that. So, you know, uh, which is the Son of Sam show. But uh, it's, uh, yeah, so this all this all happened. The funny thing, of course, is that my book was launched on May 4th, which was On Tuesday. your birthday. And birthday. At, right. Happy my birthday. birthday and, the Netflix, and the Netflix show came out the next day, May 5th. So between all that stuff, it was uh, it was uh, it was it was it was an exciting week. Let's I think it's like that. your birthday month. I think it's like your birthday month. There now. you That's go. Because <laughs> <laughs> you've got all these another tour. Uh, you know, you you do a lot. That's what I'm saying. You do a lot of things for yourself, which is a good thing. To you put yourself out there. It's not yeah, easy to yeah. do that. But you do well, it. you know. But good. it is it is fun. I mean, like you know. I mean, like just doing this, coming on this show is not all, like. Yeah. If you and I uh, ran into each other in a uh, at a, I think we did once at like Malice or someplace. You know, yeah. if we ran into each other at a conference, we would probably have no problem sitting around talking for an hour I could, about I stuff, you know, sure and that's that. kind of what we're doing, sure we're that. just sitting talking for an that hour, that is so what you do, it's not, it's I know, not really work, people, you know. right, yeah, it's just, it, right, you're, you're right, it's not, you know, all right, anything else you'd like to say, your website that they could see you in, or yeah, it's w, the website is uh, com. that's easy to remember, com <laughs> is the <laughs> website, and uh, yeah, I hope you'll check out, like I said, just one more time on Beyond the Headlines, it's out now in hardcover and ebook. The ebook is actually a great deal. It's like 199 for the whole month of May. It's like an Amazon pick, and uh, actually you can get the earlier Kirk and books for that price too on Am- as an Amazon Kindle. And then today was the pub date for the last scoop paperback version, which was. Uh, so if you don't, you know, if you're one of those people, and there are people like this who don't like to read uh, uh, Kindle or, e- or e-books, uh, a you lot can more get people than you think. A lot version. more people. Yeah. A lot of people do not like the Kindle. They really like to hold the book. Well, I, I converted it. I love books, but I converted it at some point because it's so much easier. You don't have to carry a, a stack of books around with you. All the right. Time. I watch. I li- I read them online, or, or I, which I, you know, I've mentioned. Me, I like an audio book, you know, and I think that you know people could try just try the audio book i think they would be happy you know because i it's such a it, i think it's so interesting to hear the stories you know i really yeah. do well me, you know you know it's what's really interesting as an author too it's kind of i guess to be the equivalent if you had a movie made of your book and seeing actors playing it but um whenever yeah. um you know because i've had audiobooks pretty much all my books and uh i mean like i say beyond the headlines not yet but i presume there will be but um uh hearing hearing a woman Speak speak the words that I put in Claire's mouth, but hearing somebody speak those words, that's pretty. Uh, it's pretty exciting as yeah. an author to hear that because it, it's just it's really interesting. You go, oh wow! I, like, I, I think like, it is very know. interesting. I mean, I love. I, that's why I love to listen to audio books, and I I know some people won't even try them, but I really do. Audibles they do a great job, and audio books, you know. And I think people would be happy if they listen. They just, you know, because you really get. I think I get. I get a lot out of the story. Certainly, authors should authors should think about that because you really get to see somebody's style when you're right. listening to it. You hear it. I right. Know, I know. Anyway. Anyway. All right. Happy birthday, and you'll be on Thursday, Thanks. so people should look for that. Thursday, Mystery Lovers Bookshop, Oakmont Virtual. Go online and sign up. Thank you. Okay. Thanks, Mark. All right. It's always take good, care. Good I take to talk care. to you. Take care. Same here. Bye-bye. Right. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 Bye, everybody. Bye-bye.